and welcome to another News Flash episode of Unpacking the Case, the podcast by David Jones Bold, the real estate law specialist. Hello, Richard. Hello, Lizzie. We are here for another News Flash episode today. Um, and this runs on from our recent webinar on repairs, service charges and cladding issues, um, which also we've just recorded a podcast on. In the webinar, you were discussing EWS1 certificates. Um, and I understand there's been some developments in this area. Um, are you able to tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, I sort of mentioned if people were listening on the webinar, but obviously this is still quite separate. I have discussed them in you know, past years. I mean, the background to those EWS1 certificates is they were post-Grenfell. Uh, you know, after the Grenfell disaster in June of 2017, um, you know, no mortgages didn't have any kind of standardization as to what would happen in lending if properties had got uh, metallic or aluminium composite cladding, or the other thing nowadays is this high pressure laminate. Uh, and valuers were valuing properties at zero, meaning we haven't got enough information to find out whether the cladding was dangerous or not. So back at the end of, uh, of 2019, the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors, in conjunction with UK Finance and uh, the Building Society Association, produced these um, EWS1 certificates, which were originally uh, meant to be for uh, properties with at least two dwellings, but uh, only if they were 18 metres or more in height, which give or take is uh, six storeys usually. And the other background to it is that um, things got so the more the waters got muddied in January of 2020 when the uh, what was then the Department of Housing, the Ministry of Leveling Up and Housing, as it is now, um, produced their advice to building owners of multi-storied, multi-occupied residential buildings that basically said they think it applies to or could apply to less than 18 meters in height also for this uh, high pressure laminate and then there became uh, problems and worries about uh, balconies was another thing. It was causing problems left right and centre and no one really knew what was going on. For much of 2020 and 2021 people didn't really know what to do about sort of less than 80 metre high buildings. Uh, the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors produced guidance on March the 8th, 2021, which officially uh, the valuers should have been using, although they were encouraged to do so beforehand as of April the 5th this year. And they expanded to some extent the you know, sort of the areas that might you know, officially need these things, if that's the right word, to five storey buildings if, or around a quarter of the exterior had any kind of uh, cladding at all or if they had balconies which stacked on top of one another made of uh, combustible materials, and also less than five storeys if they had any uh, metallic composite, aluminium composite material, or a high pressure laminate, which I'll leave the experts to you know, tell me what, you know, how, what they are and how to spot it. Um, in July, on July the 21st, the government announced that they would give their support for uh, an independent expert statement on building safety in medium and low-rise buildings by less than 18 metres. And that said that you wouldn't need them. A lot of the mortgage companies went on to say that we're just going to follow our valuers and the valuers were following the RICS guidance. Uh, a lot of the mortgage companies were saying that if uh, until the government withdraws its guidance uh, from January of 2020, on, you know, less than 18 metre high buildings, and even these things, they wouldn't change their minds. 
On November the 10th, the Royal Institution, LICS, uh, produced its uh, new report, Safeguards Home Buyers for Buildings with Cladding. And they said they're not going to change their original guidance from April. So it's a state of chaos at the moment. Well, they said that uh, the guidance provided proportionality. It was the safer thing to do. It was pointless. You know, they had sympathy with all these homeowners who can't sell because purchasers can't get mortgages or can't be mortgaged. Uh, but they'd just be passing the, the, the risk onto subsequent purchasers if they did change their guidance. And they said it's got uh, lender support. It allows valuers to actually value properties and it's got conveyances, uh, large conveyances support as well. So it looks like nothing's changing in the foreseeable future, uh, unfortunately. So just to finish then, is there any hope around the corner? Well, yeah, one thing is that um, they're making quite clear and the guidance makes this clear that if you've got building regulations uh, under the Building Amendment Regulations 2018 in England, it's 2019 in Wales, came in, in January 2020, uh, then you shouldn't have a problem with combustible materials, so you shouldn't need an EWS-1, so the, the new builds should be okay. Uh, I suppose the other thing is the Fire Safety Act is already in force. It's uh, December the 14th that we do this. Um, the Fire Safety Act's in force in Wales came in, in October the 1st this year. Can't be far away from England. Some of the mortgage companies will have to see if things change because of the RICS uh, statement are saying that uh, if you have an up to date fire safety risk assessment that complies with the Fire Safety Act 2021 and its guidance and you've implemented it, then uh, they might not need in the future EWS ones. So that's the only hope I have. And that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again in our next episode.